welcome to Awakened with Victoria Bond. I'm your host, Victoria, and I am absolutely honored to bring you this podcast where we will be getting raw, real, turning our consciousness, removing the old energies that do not align, and turning up our capacities as human beings and spiritual beings. I will be bringing you mediumship. I will be bringing you channels. I will be bringing you points of view that will shift your perspective and realign your body, your mind, and your soul. Enjoy this ride. This comes from my heart to yours. And know that while you're listening to this, indeed, you are helping to create this. Enjoy the ride, and I'll see you inside. Sexuality, sensuality, divine feminine, sacred masculine, balance, creation, sex, consciousness, orgasmic energy, all of these things are literally being called to come into balance. They are being called to magnify. They are being called to amplify. They are being called to co-create, co-create with the world around us, co-create with ourselves. And I've been speaking a lot about individuality and about collective energy and about creation and about how coming into 2027, things are going to be created a lot differently. We are simply going through uh, an incredible paradigm shift. It's not really simple, but (laughs) it is and it isn't. It is about acknowledging that the shadow and the light are all a delight. And for me, I've been sitting in this energy for the last for the last couple of months actually of dropping down the who we think we need to be, what we think we want, what we think we should want, and coming into the expression of what we truly desire unapologetically what do we truly desire and the sensuality the creation that the sacral and the the sexuality the orgasmic energy is a huge part of diving in and manifesting what it is that we truly want and there is a lot of trauma around sexuality, sensuality, divine feminine, and the sacral. There's a lot of trauma around that because of the lineage that we have um, been through that is actually in our DNA, that has actually come down from the different generations, the the roles that we have been expected to play, the religions that we've been expect or non-religions or cults or whatever, um, that we've been expected to carry on in these traditions, and it's literally in ourselves. It is literally, you know, come along in our DNA as we have been born into this world. But one thing that many of us are actually coming to the awareness of now is that the good and the bad, the shadow and the light, always come along and we don't have to buy into all of it. So what I mean by that is, you know, we get to drop the stuff that is no longer aligned. We can see this in very simple things like 
drinking, like addiction to drinking and smoking, we're seeing this collective energy of having a different relationship with alcohol or drugs or cigarettes. That's just like kind of like a physical element of it. You know, I know I came from a family and there was alcoholics and um, everyone smoked pretty much all the siblings on my dad's side still smoke. But myself and my siblings, we did, we did smoke cigarettes um, because that's what we knew what to do. We were kind of showing um, how to do that, if you know what I mean, by watching our role models. But then we we came to a conscious um, awareness that this is not actually what we desire for our children in the future generations. So in that presence, we all stopped we stopped the addiction to alcohol, to cigarettes, and we we shifted the pattern by choosing something different of uh, a consciousness that was going to create more of a sensual, divine feminine, um, even sacred masculine of taking those aligned actions. So that is just kind of a physical a physical example of that. But we have many different examples when it comes to breaking the breaking the old conscious viewpoints of roles of the, the the male and the female of the mother and the father we're, we're smashing those paradigms as well and some of us love the traditions and they work for us and we want to carry that lineage through and that's okay and your children can change that if they desire to change that uh and there's this this religion and the, this witch wound and the the culty thing and we, we see this happening in people breaking free from indoctrination uh, when it's not serving them. And for this greater greater expression, this, this high-level expression that we're bringing, the essence that we're bringing to the world as we're going through the shift is of freedom, freedom of being who we be, not as a name, not as a role, uh, not even as a job, you know, and definitely not as a person um, carrying through the scarcity from what our ancestors had to go through. And certainly our ancestors don't desire us to, to carry that through. They desire for us to grow in conscious awareness as the world is becoming, the collective is becoming more aligned, or should I say not aligned, more, more, able to hold more awareness. This is what's happening. We are now open to more 5D manifestation where back in the war days, it was there was actually no choice. The only choice that you had in this physical realm was the choice on how you dealt with things. And we, we certainly have some of that today as well. But the biggest thing that we're noticing is we do have more choice and we can manifest really fucking fast. You know, we can actually create with shifting the mindset and calling in the guides. We can channel quicker. You know, we're all witches, you know, back in the day, it's not like everyone had so much access to those different dimensions. It's like it was denser. And I know certainly with my grandparents and great-grandparents that have passed on, when I've spoken to them as a medium, 
and they were really, a lot of them were really indoctrinated in religion. They are so grateful for myself and my sisters and, and my, my siblings, all of my siblings, for bringing forward a different consciousness for our children. That is not to say that anyone was wrong. You're just where you are. You are where you are, and it's perfect. And our children, our children after that will do the same thing. Even if you don't have children, I just want to make that very clear as well. It's the collective energy that we are shifting by coming into the individuality of what it is that we are truly desiring to create in this world. And it doesn't mean making anyone wrong. What it means is to allow ourselves to follow our intuition of what is energetically correct for ourselves. Therefore, the ripple effect happens for the collective, which is something I've been speaking about in a lot of my um a lot of my YouTubes, my podcasts, and to my communities. So where does sex come into this? Where does sacral energy come into this? Where does shadow and light come into this? Um, and really, I just want to remind you that the sacral the sacral energy center, the meridian, which is like just below the belly button, they seem to be, you know, all of the kind of spaces in our body because we are human beings we do have this body it is a divine channel and portal for creation it is where our sexuality lays it is um, where many have a motor in human design if you are a sacral being you're a manifest generator or a generator um, it is very much creation and divine feminine and it's there's a lot of wounding because sexuality back in the day, not even that long ago, was judged. It had to be a certain way. A female was meant to look a certain way. Um, if she wore something that was not appropriate, then she was asking for it. A female should obey. Obey your husband and he will treat you well. We hear this even in vows. Um, there's this nearly hierarchy of a male being more important, being the ruler of the house and the female being good to the husband and pretty much serving the husband. And we, this is the energy of the old school way of um, marriage, if you will. Same with sex, you know. So how many of our great-grandparents um, and before that felt, and how many of us now feel that sex is a job for us to do to appease a husband. I'm not thinking this is just in the past. I'm thinking this is quite prominent. Now, what about the interesting points of views of if somebody buys you dinner and buys you drinks, then you sleep with them? You know, I'm sure that's still kind of ripe now here in this day and age as well. Um, what about the 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 energy of if you were gay, if you were straight, if you were bi, I know we've got lots of different terminologies for that now, but there's a lot, there's a lot. And I remember a lot of this connects in with my interesting points of views, my mistaken beliefs and my limitations, because they're very limiting viewpoints. When my brother told me that he was bisexual, I didn't believe him. I said, you're not bi, you're either gay or you're straight. I had this very, very limiting point of view. And now if that happened now on this timeline, I would say, be whatever you choose to be. Cool. How can I help you? Is there anything you want to talk about? 
I wouldn't even consider you're either bi, I mean, you're either gay or straight. I was like, bi is confused. But what if everyone was bisexual? What if there was no um, actual, you know, straight or gay or bi or, you know, all these different terminologies, like I said, but what if there was just literally, I like you, I'm attracted to you, I want to have your children or I'm attracted to you. I don't know how I would feel if I hadn't had all of these beliefs put on me from society, from the collective, from my family, from these traditions held. Uh, one of the traditions in the back in the day was about no sex before marriage. So I have been carrying my whole life that I my mum was pregnant with me when she got married. They were engaged anyway, so apparently that makes it okay, but no one talked about the fact she was pregnant with me and I was in her belly. I figured that out super young and I've had a little bit of oh my God, I was a mistake. You know, so in this day and age, this is how fast we are, we're changing now. If someone said, I'm pregnant, like one of my good friends is pregnant right now. She's not married. She's on her second kid. Congratulations. How's that going? And now we're talking about, well, why are we getting married? What is the point of getting married? You know, like, is this for me? Is it not? One of my sisters got married after she had a couple of kids. My um other sister has had a child and no longer with that daddy um who was never really a daddy anyway as more like a sperm donor and she is with another beautiful man that she's decided she doesn't want to get married and he has raised her child that back in the day would have been absolutely mortifying for the family she would have probably had to give up the baby we have got this trauma that runs through our DNA. And quite often we're sitting there going, why do I feel fucking weird about this? Why do I feel like I'm a mistake? Why do I feel like I don't belong? Why do I feel like I was a dirty secret? And it's like, because of the points of views, the projections, the expectations, the society, the rules, the demands, and this old consciousness that was flowing through and that timeline that we have carried through. So are you willing now to drop all of this unconscious stuff? It's like an unconscious consciousness that is running through our veins, stopping us from being fucking free. It is really about us being, I am me, this is who I truly be. I wear whatever the fuck I want. I parent how I want. My role is what I want to do. And we get to create together. We get to be co-creators, conscious creators. And the beauty about this is we are going to continuously come up with judgments and shadows and awarenesses of those judgments and shadows. When they come up, it is so crucial to sit with them in the uncomfortableness. This is something that the ancestors didn't do back in the day. Don't be so stupid. Get on with it. We don't have time to fuck around. They would be calling us all soft, like new age, you know. But now we have this beautiful ability of time. We have created more space 
because we are recognizing that we are 5D energetic beings, that we have a power within. We have a sexual, sensual goddess, even if you're a male, a god, (laughs) energy within, and we can use it to create and magnify and amplify the light in the world. We can use it to create fuckloads of money and a huge amplified impact of growth, of co-creation. And together, this is what we do. Back in the day, it was like you are destined to take over the family farm. You were destined. And I've seen this in my own family. And I've seen how this was pushed upon members and where it wasn't aligned for them energetically and how they've actually sacrificed their lives um, to be in a job that wasn't aligned. Where now you just say, oh, no thanks, I don't want the farm. It's not aligned. I'm not interested. Our choice has has shifted. And there's beautiful things about tradition, but like sex, I'm sure there were some beautiful, beautiful traditions around that. Um, There's beautiful, beautiful things with creation, beautiful things with family units, beautiful things with coming together as community. The communities back in the olden days We're so divine. My grandmother would speak, she still does speak of going to the town hall. You know, all of the the family members owned the farms, you know, all from, I think these guys were from Poland, and they would go to the, the hall for their dances and their dresses and their shoes. And she was doing this at 16 years old. And then she was doing this um, later on when she had children and they were, all the women would be create all this beautiful kai and they would come together and they would pray over the food and the children would play and the children had like a set of beautiful clothes for church and they had play clothes and they had school clothes and the parents were working on the farms and the children were like running amok, climbing in trees. There's this beautiful traditional essence. There's this beautiful glorious energy that came with those times. And these are the memories. These are what our ancestors desire for us to bring through. But at the same time, we don't have to sit in the the lower frequencies of the the trial and tribulations, the the scarcity, the the pain, the the shutting down the pregnancies, you know, um, the sexual abuse and trauma. There is so much connected. And right even down to the whole period thing, I I know my mum said to me she had no idea. And so we're not talking that many generations ago. We're talking like my mum. She had no idea what happened. When she started her first bleed, she was literally thought she was dying. Basically was given a nappy thing. So it shows how far we've come these days. Now we have like these beautiful cups. <laughs> we have cups. We don't even need to use tampons or pads anymore. Um, and she was given like a nappy thing and said, put this on. And they speak about it again. What can that do for, for a, a female? It makes them feel like what is happening is unspoken and it's wrong. And this is also what happened a lot with rape. It's like, don't speak about it because you are spoiled goods now. And if you got pregnant, then it's really like, I even know a friend whose mum was shipped off and had a baby. 
and then came back like nothing happened. And I'm talking about she would only be in her 60s now. It is crazy how fast we are evolving. And this means we get to evolve and honor the traditions and the memories. And we also get to clean up the shadows because we cannot expand and grow by sitting in trauma and fear. But we can allow ourselves to see the creations that we are bringing in and not making ourselves wrong for allowing ourselves to be diverse, to be different. So when I come back to my brother's sexuality now, um, and he is into males, but none of it matters. You know, um, it has created huge amounts of conflict in my family dynamics with my parents not being able to know how to handle it um, to the point where it's broken things. Same with the addiction in my family. And there's been a lot of pain, as I'm sure there has been in yours or you know someone who has gone through these things. When we bring them up to boil up to the surface, the emotions, it is a different expression for everybody. And we must be graceful and compassionate. So it's really, really fascinating when I even think about myself if someone said, are you straight or gay? I don't even think I would have an answer. I married my soulmate. I love him. I adore him. But I don't think I married him because he was a male. I think I was attracted to his soul. Imagine if we actually opened ourselves up to what else is possible with our own attraction to other people. Something that I invite you to play with something that I've never been too open about as in with myself. You know, I haven't wanted to do that. Same with things like masturbation and sex. And, you know, we're coming into a day and age now. If you were lucky enough to have your mother or father talk to you about it, then I'm so happy for you. But we're coming into a day and age now where it's more, it's more normal, if you will, to speak about sex. And I talk about it often. Often I'm on a call talking about sex in my group containers. And my daughter is walking, she's nine years old and she's walking in and out of the room. And she's her ears are pricked. What is she, what is she thinking? What is she hearing? Obviously, um, I I do have a little bit of filtering around my children and I don't swear profusely around them. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, Talking about pleasure, talking about masturbation, talking about babies and how they are made, talking about periods, talking about all of these things to our children, female or male, talking to men about how they're going to feel, talking about female and you're going to be attracted to boys or girls and it's okay, whatever comes up for you, you are a beautiful divine person and I'm always available to talk to you about it. You know, this is smashing out those paradigms, those old school paradigms of don't talk to me about sex, you know, don't get married. I mean, don't have sex before you get married. And what what fascinated me with that was, okay, I met my boyfriend at 16. Am I meant to get married at fucking 18? Who's going to pay for the wedding? You know, that's what I love about the olden days. The parents paid for the wedding. (laughs) And here I am like doing my apprenticeship and stuff. And I've been told I'm not allowed to have sex with my boyfriend. I'm confused. Now I feel really dirty. I feel wrong. And it led me to alcoholism because I felt like I was such a bad girl 
for actually being sexual. This is the type of stuff that we need to unravel and talk about. We need to talk about how things happened that weren't appropriate and wherever we're feeling guilt or shame to fucking actually let it come up and let someone even witness or even doing tapping or doing energetic recoding or finding a coach or um, um, a somatic release, you know, of releasing it and going, I am fucking a beautiful sexual being and my past will not define who and what I create within myself. So one of the things I've been playing with, with this kind of consciousness of sex is how can I self-pleasure? How can I create in this sacral? How can I go into this divine feminine and be in a space of receiving before I gift? You know, something that was really old school was, you know, vibrators and all that type of stuff were very much like all oh, those kinky kind of orgy people. <laughs> Back in the day, the 50 shades of gray really open us up to something a bit different. And it's it's kind of fascinating because this isn't just for females, it's for males as well. It's very much like a what could I create if I was allowing myself to be a sexual goddess, if I was allowing myself to feel the feelings and the touch. I'm not talking about intercourse and orgasms. I'm talking about self-pleasure as in music and dancing and releasing and breath and drinking the cacao and eating the food and making everything sensual. Okay. So this is all in that amazing sacral. And one thing I've been really kind of getting curious about is how do I feel about my body? And when did I start thinking I had to be a particular size or look a certain way before I was sexy? And what makes me feel like one day when I get to this point, when I'm in a bikini, when I'm this and when I'm that, I've been saying when, 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 when since I was 20, actually, probably like 13, you know, when I, when I, when I, and now I've just gone, fuck it. I'm like, what do I love? What do I love about sex? What do I love about my body? What do I love about my own individuality? What do I think is sexy about me? It is not about just being with a partner. It is about being with yourself, first and foremost. But none of us were taught this. And if you were, then that's amazing. My sisters have recently, one of my sisters messaged me and said, I've just started talking to the other sister about masturbation and I've never talked about this before. And this is something that obviously we're from the same, um, the same family. So it's something that we have been very prudish about being brought up Catholic. Um, these things were never spoken about. We were never educated on this stuff. Um, I did just know that don't fall fucking pregnant, Victoria. No one told me that. That was just a given. Do not do it. Do not fall pregnant because then you're fucked. That was this energy I held until I was 30. Until I had my first baby, um, I was like, don't do it. And I knew my mom was very fertile. So straight away, I came into a thing of, it's naughty, it's bad. If I fall pregnant, then I will be shamed. I won't be a very good role model for my siblings. So everything I did, everything I chose wasn't because of me. It was because of the expectations, the, pro the projections um, of society around me and also this, this lineage. 
So I hope I've given you something to think about today um, as we really embark on this journey of divine feminine and wounded feminine, of sacred masculine, which is beautiful aligned action and doing what we want to do, and the wounded of doing what we think we have to do. Right. When we come into this 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 beautiful new world, which we are coming into, and we've got many leaders waking up, which is divine, we have to start looking at our own creation. And this sits in that sacral, it sits in that sexuality. Um, my beautiful um my beautiful coach wrote a book and she spoke about the self-pleasure practices and the spiritual practices of the creation to turn on that sacral. And I'm forever grateful listening to that because it nearly gave me a permission. I'm just about to start my first book as well very shortly. Um, and to sit in the self-pleasure, the the showers, the, the swims, the walking on the beach, the having the sex, the playing with my kids, like just allowing myself to have fun and play and not have to be in a role. So allowing more and more and more of that, our ancestors are only ever going to be grateful for this. Um, they're only ever going to be like, yay, you know, you're taking the beautiful traditions and you're taking what you love, like doing the family recipes, um, having this Sunday night dinners, um, you know, my sisters and I honoring the honoring Jesus and Mary, but we're just doing it in a completely different way, not in a in a religious way, but more in a um wow, let's re let's receive information for the energies of these beautiful beings that have been and what information do they have for us as um as mediums, how can they hold space for us? And I, I do a lot of channeling and Mother Mary comes through in the Christ energy with Reiki. So we are certainly taking aspects of the these traditions and we're amplifying and magnifying and cleaning up the shadows that come with it, which is a beautiful task on its own. Um, yeah, so what else is possible for our future generations? What else is possible to be these creators, to create more impact and more money and more ease and flow, less struggle, less fear, and less judgment? So I'm going to leave that with you today. And I invite you to step into your own sacral sacred sacral practices on how does that work for you and how can you turn up your creativity I invite my children to play and create so we don't really do homework as such but they are continuously creating paperwork and writing and dancing and being the expressions of themselves and this is what really matters going forward for manifesting if we desire for our next generations to be successful within their own right it comes from being heart-led um and like i say for me it's a, opening another another layer of what does sex look like what does sensuality and creation look like for me now not when i get there but in the now so I'm going to sit with that. I'm going to create for the now and know that the ripple effects of the future is going to be so much more. 
Thank you for being here. Um, I am currently opening up my space for the next MM. If you want to go on the waiting list, um, let me know. The early bird is currently open now. Uh, we've got one more for the rest of 2022. And then next year, of course, we'll be opening that space again. Everything is shifting and changing. The ways to work with me are evolving. So always feel free to reach out. Um, and lots of love and I'll see you soon listening to today's episode I trust that you got those golden nuggets that you required to shift your consciousness to expand your awareness and to turn up your capacity I invite you to share this podcast with anyone that you feel would benefit from it and also share the golden nuggets that you have learned with your friends family and of course clients You can contact me if there's anything that you want to specifically share with me or if there's anything you want me to specifically share on the podcast. You can check out the show notes and find me on my socials and myself or my team will get back to you. My heart to yours. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you soon.